0: Yo, he's fun. <laughs> yo. Yeah. Uh, wh- hey, on. welcome Come to on. the convenience of Wrestling Podcast. Too low. we get we going? Yeah, go. I mean, they're, Shebs they're, is they're here. Pursuing. He's on the phone. Shebs is on the phone. He keeps Holy texting shit. us, being like, well, what, yo, what goes in? Text me when <laughs> we're ready to <laughs> go. He's <laughs> swiffering his house wearing the rock's headphones. But I'm it's <laughs> With, and it's he keeps stupid. texting us, being like, yo, let me know when you stupid. guys are ready to go. It's we're sitting stupid. here ready to go. We just decided to record. Do you hear him in the background? Yeah, what does right, he do? not in the vagina itself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you could invent like a fucking vagina <laughs> shop. I mean, what is oh this conversation? <laughs> Who is he talking to? Yeah, pudendal nerve. That is that. What?
1: Well, I mean,
0: he. till all. Right, Tilo, said, all right. I, 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 I'm gonna all mute right, him yeah. and we'll start the podcast. Okay. we just this right. needs to be documented because the video. <laughs> I'm gonna, recording. He, it's going. He has it's, his, he his can... background. It's like his like ba- you know like <laughs> his, his virtual background, background yeah. but he keeps coming through swiffering and he's wearing latex <laughs> gloves while swiffering his house, talking to someone about vaginas. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. But anyway. This is the beauty of the cow pod. It's not just a wrestling podcast. It's also whatever that is. Uh, oh it's, my that's God. my best friend, Shibs, who moved to Hawaii, stayed there, and I don't know what's up with the guy. Is he in the mix? <laughs> All right, now he's <laughs> muted. Ready? We are I just started. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Let's do it again. Baby. Hello. Whoa. 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 Woo! Woo! <laughs> Welcome to the comedians a wrestling podcast, the podcast for comedians and whatever shebs is dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host. There's a lot of beef out here. The host Ooh, with
1: the most. Sports aren't exactly my thing, so. Dan
0: Black, aka Donsky, uh, Black Blackamora, aka the modern day goof and spoof. Harajah. Uh, coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby.
1: Gaba, 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 guba, gaba, 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 guba, gaba, 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 gaba. Yeah. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Ooh, where's AJ? Injured. This girl, she's mine. And hop, hop, hum.
0: <laughs> Wait, where's that? I can't find that sound drop. Oh, oh. uh Eat my ass, Timberlake! Damn, she's high. got these two little drops, bro. What's up? Welcome to the Comedians Dressing Podcast. Patreon.com slash Comedians Dressing. Support the podcast. We promise you a bonus episode, but we're coming back slowly, baby. We're swiffering our way back in, but we will get almost you one. there. We will get you one, but uh, uh, a lot to talk about in the world of pro wrestling. I'm here with uh, Tiptoe with Tulo, Nick Tulo in the house. What up, Tulo?
1: Yo, what up, man? I mean, what a hot way to start the pod. I mean, truly, truly, yeah, just really incredible. I mean, what a human being this guy is. I mean, he... I, there's nothing really you can look at him, here he comes, he's willing and now he's gonna interrupt. He does the that routine
0: house. that I hate. You know the people who are like they're they're holier than thou, like remember yeah. he, every time if I'm if I'm two minutes late to record, he pulls the yeah. routine of like, You're not good with my time, all this, blah, blah, blah. And then he'll be on the phone delaying us and then it's gotta be like, you you guys just tell me when you're ready. Yeah You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like uh, 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 uh I don't wanna blame this on uh I don't wanna call out my girlfriend, but sometimes she's running a little behind. Yeah. And she likes to sometimes be like, "Well, you, you, you weren't even ready. Like, you weren't ready. Or like, yeah. is there something uh, you can be doing while I'm behind? And I'm like, uh, yeah. I can be out the door literally right now. I'm doing something because you're behind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That routine, mm-hmm. Shep's like that. Shep don't want he don't want to be wrong. So he's going he's gonna uh, mark my words. If you he can't hear us, he's gonna pop on here and explain to us why we did this wrong yeah. and why he did it right. <laughs> didn't
1: get any heads up. Yeah, didn't we just? You know, ran with it, and he wasn't ready because he was already in the middle of cleaning and on the phone with whoever he's talking to about vagina injections. I, I don't know what's going on. Well, you know, know that's why we're here. That's oh yeah, why. this
0: is this is why we're
1: here. Now, I mean, there's a lot of things I
0: want to talk about, but Chebs is not on the line here. We had a lot of texts this week. We're yeah. we're here. I mean, let's just say this is one thing I could say overall is that mm. we're very much on the the roads the, the, the roads. roads to WrestleMania and. <laughs> Uh, the t- where, where where you have full on text chains going on that are like yo 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 save for the pod save for the pod save for the pod. we've not been in that zone for a while so that's very exciting mm-hmm. um and I I think this this mania is gearing up to be pretty fucking fun the I can't one thing I just want to say before if, if I forget to say it during the pod mm-hmm. while we're waiting for ships to stop swiffering his asshole or whatever he's doing <laughs> uh is I think the writing for WB and I said it last week and the week before. Mm-hmm. The writing for WWE is the best it's been in such a long
1: time. Totally. So these very small details. Like,
0: mm-hmm. uh, the last line of the Rhodes Pro, which we'll get into, where he was like, yo, uh, you made it personal. You made it mm-hmm. personal, and then I'm going to take mm-hmm. the title from Roman Reigns personally. Mm-hmm. I've noticed a lot of segments ending with, like, slick, mm-hmm. well-crafted lines, and I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Totally.
0: Uh, good, good. But we'll, we'll we'll get into the specifics of all that. But just from a broad perspective, uh, we're on nice, nice, nice path to Mania with a lot of build up to a lot of matches, a lot of the most build up in many years, I think. A lot of these matches, we've we've, we've been dealing with like five or six years of most matches being thrown together two weeks before Mania. Yes, this is
1: easily the the like best Elimination Chamber, like. This, yeah. this build is easily the best build. Like, I don't think there's been a mania in recent years where I was, like, going into it and being like, all right, let's go. Like, you know, this is... They're they're doing it the right way. And you have this elimination chamber, and I'm even more hyped for that because you truly don't know what's going to happen. You know, like, yeah. anything. And it, and the way they're framing it, too, Dan, which is really fucking dope, is, like, they're, they're like... You can get you there. You could still punch your ticket to mania by winning at the chamber, you know, yeah. like,
0: and this always, begs begs so us, oh, I think she has is hopping in, but Uh-oh. I think this begs us to,
1: I'm, begs us to... I'm
0: in. Huh. Oscar. Bam. I, fucking... I want to add the Swiffer sound effect. <laughs> 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 I hacked into the main
1: frame. And like uh like when you pull off a, a latex glove and it snaps, like ah. Yeah. I uh
0: I it's me, it's me, it's that Dio double G, the dog of Hawaii. I uh, look, man, it's a big, big week here in Hawaii. Uh my my <laughs> folks are coming to visit me for Versailles the first ever? time ever. So wow. you know the There's royal There's no such thing as big weeks in Hawaii. The royal the royal parents are coming to yeah. see the prince, the yes. king. They've been there before, correct? They were at the Big Island, which is not where I live on. I mean, anywhere I go is big. Oh, this is their first time visiting you since you've lived in Hawaii. As a though. resident, as the adopted son of Hawaii. yeah. Now, I have a question. Did you get the license yet? The, did you get the rainbow license yet? The uh, McLovin? I, I will, the I'm, McLovin? Getting that, I'm getting that on the 21st. 36-year-old Holy Hawaiian shit. organ donor? I'm getting I'm that it. And by the way, that's so funny because I'm a 38-year-old Hawaiian. And now you're and non- older than donor. McLovin. That's hilarious. <laughs> Anyway, no, I get, I get that at the end of the month. Um, yeah. As you can imagine, the DMV here has like a three-month wait. Like, no one comes into work. You know, the DMV so, has one guy who works at it's it. has got one guy. His name is DMV. His name is Daryl Montavious uh, Vakiki, <laughs> and he's not in here. Um, yeah, the DMV I'm, is literally a news town. I was keeping the conversation. We got a little bit of your combo here on the pod. Who yeah, are when you, you get, talking to? You said something about yes. vaginas. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. That felt like a relative, no? Or like I one mean, of your acquaintances. One of your many acquaintances. I want to say... So you know what's funny? Arlen. Is that, to Arlen. that to you... Wait, that to you... Definitely Arlen. Hold on, hold on. To you, the yeah. conversation that would happen with yeah. a relative is the same would happen with a acquaintance. That's, where, where are you going with that? Well, is I'm a- saying that Shebbs, People don't know this about Shebbs. Shebs has the most friends of any person I've ever met. And friends, I use very loosely. Very um, loosely, uh, but that's, most acquaintances I, in the game, he spread so th- as he spread as thin as his hairline. I'm known. I'm like, known across the globe. <laughs> <laughs> I've got bros in different area codes. This guy I got bros. Let me tell you about chefs. If he, gives you, if he gives you the time of day, it means nothing. He will give the time of day to, to anybody. Uh, first of all, if someone asks me what time it is, I, I tell them to go fuck themselves. I never give anyone the time of day. <laughs> Here's what someone said about fuck me. Fuck yourself. Here's what someone said about me. Uh, it was on Thanksgiving when I was hanging out with the – I'll list my friend Gary. Uh, <laughs> <Okay,
1: so laughs> you know, the whole crew.
0: And, and they said, well – I was talking about a guy who thinks that we're good friends. He's always DMing me stuff. He's always sending me memes. I'm like, I'm not fucking friends with this guy. Why oh. is he sending me all this stuff all the time? Yeah, and they said, Well, look, to, when people to know, you're one of those people that people just you make them feel like you're really good friends with them. Like you're one of those people that people just feel close with immediately. And I think that's true. On the pod, I'm known uh, for sort of my dark side because I'm a great heel. But in reality, I mean, Dan, name me a better friend. To you who's been better to you than me i'm a great friend yeah but, you, but i have no complaints about our friendship i would say that you're just to me you're my actual friend i right. think it's very heelish that people think that you're their friend but in actuality <laughs> you're not that's heel behavior i mean i've <laughs> got literally maybe a thousand friends <laughs> maybe two Jeff thousand be like i be like yo what's up he's like yo i'm with my boy uh terry you don't know yeah. him, but uh yeah, it's my boy, Terry. Well, the thing is, I'm like, I I've never heard you. of Terry. You've I, never talked I to me, make, Terry. I've known here, you for 40 I remember, years. <laughs> I remember you and Arlen one time yeah. gave me shit. The thing is, I make friends with people. I'm talkative. I'm, uh you know, I'm funny. like I'm a good charismatic leader. All right. So the thing is, I you guys made fun of me because I was, I'm like, oh, I'm hanging out with my boy, Jay, like Jay Magan. And you're like, who the yeah. fuck is that? I'm like. Well, he was my physical therapist. I'm done with physical therapy, so we don't want to keep hanging out. They said we're just gonna we're gonna drink at the bar. And you're like, what the? F-? You're hanging on your fucking like, what do you do? I'm like, wow, we became we're friends now. I saw the guy once a week for three months. Now we're homies. What's the problem? You and Arlen somehow took issue with that, but that's how people I think make people with like me they know. If they're my physical therapist, we had a great time in physical therapy, and then our time
1: is over once I'm healed.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing: the thing about me, a couple of things you need to know. One, I'm never healed. I've got so much emotional
1: no. damage. You, you go to fucking WrestleMania weekend and soak in a bath for fucking two yeah. hours a day. Oh my That's god, right. what the fuck
0: was that last Mania? You were in a green bath. Last Mania. Here's what was going on. First the of guy all, guy
1: fucking takes he wait, he go he looks at me. Is that what in you're running soul. simulations? It I, says, I was running simulations
0: last year. I was running the
1: simulation. <laughs> God, a marathon, not a right. sprint, he would say. You gotta know I've done this so many times too, though. You gotta do these kind of things in order to survive the whole entire weekend. Chev's <laughs> yeah. sure- explain what he's As talking I sure shit. About. I shit my pants that weekend. Right. And Shebs is like, see, we can't, you can't you
0: even shit handle your pants Lo-? at mania. Yeah, he was losing yeah. it. Tula Tulo couldn't handle the-, the extreme
1: roller coaster ride yeah. that is mania. We had Taco yeah. Bell. And after Taco Bell, I woke up in the morning, and I thought I had a fart, and I ended up shitting because well, the Taco Bell destroyed me. And I told Shebs, and he said, it's because I don't take care of myself like he does. There's nothing right. wrong with a shirt. Well, well Tulo, too Tulo, too like, it's to under- Taco Bell shark. At least I was in my bed. What you have to understand is, when you're going to
0: be doing WrestleMania with the Salami Bros, there's going to be a lot of Taco Bell. You're going to get it every night, That's no Taco matter Bell what.
1: That fucking yeah. sucked.
0: Well, it rules and part of the bro code is you have to have it every night. Those are the rules of mania. And what I would do and what I was getting heat for is every morning I'm drinking a ginger shot, lemon, green juices. I'm soaking in an Epsom salt bath for an yeah. hour. I'm, you know, I'm 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 doing everything I can to purify myself because I and know how like... grueling. Let me tell you something. WrestleMania is like my two out of 3 falls plus Iron Man match. <laughs> it's a two it's a th- it's a triple Iron Man I'm running. Okay, right. three 60 minute matches. Shebs. So, here's the deal it's by elimination chamber where eliminating last this night's cover. kind of the, your behavior that I was alluding to earlier when you were off mic, which is that many times you you cannot admit any sort of weakness. Okay, so <laughs> or, or is wrongdoing, like literally sick as hell when we're at mania. Well, here's the other thing I will rationalize. <laughs> oh my any god, that's I've right. ever taken, he's so sick. so sick. He's and trying, he's trying to explain a... to us why he's not actually sick. uh, Came and
1: coughed during like coughing, like this is early
0: 2022. These were some of the deepest coughs you've ever heard. And when you're rolling around, luckily, mania was in Texas where no one one believed it was real, but to cough like that in in polite society. Even now, but certainly last year, you're getting a lot yeah, of from perspective. First meeting we went to was in San Francisco, where it's well documented this podcast. You can't even wear a snake on your shirt. <laughs> too offensive. Too offensive, too to, offensive to the sensibilities of San Francisco, as Arlen Marmel uh, pointed out. He, he did not oh. feel comfortable wearing an arcade shirt with a snake because <laughs> he thought that would make people feel uncomfortable in San Francisco. <laughs> The gender queer paella factory that is San Francisco would not be able to handle the iconography of a viper on a T-shirt. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just gonna whatever you just called San Francisco, I'm just gonna let it slide. But uh, and, uh, <laughs> you can go to Texas. It's so funny. Texas is one of the goofiest places on the planet because, without fail, I've been there many times. When without fail, and Tua lives there. But he lives in Austin so it's like different yeah. but also still weird like Austin yeah. is also people people are like no Austin's chill and cool Austin still has the the shit that's annoying everybody is such pride in Texas, it's so fucking annoying because mm. they ignore so many facts. Like, for, Texas is so fucked up. The power doesn't work. It's the least oh. employed state. We shut okay? down
1: for, like, uh, freezing rain for yeah, three yeah, yeah, days.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't <laughs> handle anything, but they're like, this is the be- they've got, like, they've been completely warped by this propaganda that it's the best, you know, And because right. they don't have an income tax form. And on top of it, there's higher taxes. now. rental taxes are higher. The property taxes are way higher. They juke. You're going to get taxes then you, right? They just, you just don't have to file oh. a tax form. It's one of the greatest PR stunts of yeah. all time. You know, and when Such you get to Texas, I without fail everything, you know, the, the 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 airport is is uh most of the time way further away from where you need to go, you know? And for, in my experience. And so without fail, they when they pick you up from the airport, Uber drivers in Texas will like
1: explain to you why where you're from is shit. <laughs> <laughs> and why no. they moved to not Texas in Austin. and tell you it's no. the best. Not in Austin? No. Nope, 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 nope. Well, let Austin.
0: me tell you something. I defy a fucking Texas Uber driver to tell me Hawaii sucks. Yeah. All right. yeah I've, had, I've had three times where they're like, they pick me up and then they go like, yo, I'm not even political, but then somehow pelosi <laughs> comes up you know what i mean like i wasn't gonna bring up pelosi you right. did you know what i'm saying now anyway yeah. it's just funny but we we're talking about sheds he lands in Dayton, dallas and he's coughing up a storm and we're like bro we can't walk around with you coughing this is like during a pandemic <laughs> guys no. i that's understand sheds response was what Shev, i was said it. this i said well you guys said i'm sick which was a lie that was not true i said I'm the least sick guy in this fucking house right now. (laughs) I'm not even close to sick. You think I'm sick. What's actually happening is I'm so healthy. My body is so healthy that it's running simulations it's running test scenarios <laughs> to see what would happen if I was sick. It's just running like a stunt, like just to, a dry run so that in the event I get exposed to any sickness, any COVID, we're already ready to attack it head on because I'm, I've am i already ran the numbers on this. Okay, Look, you just... guys, it, may, it might appear as though I am sick. I got to interject healthy. for one second because now you're saying it like it's funny. But you said this dead serious when you said, "Now nah, my body's just running a simulation." And then now you've ran with it as a bit. But I had to call out, like, "What did you just say?" Wait, like, hold no, on. My- you think that I was... <laughs> look? I was definitely trying to sell you guys that I was serious about it. Like, I'm tr- here's the thing: I don't want you guys Seriously, to worry exactly. about COVID or worry that we're gonna. I needed to tr- convince you, so I said it with all sincerity. But in the back of my head, I knew I was trying to work you guys. I mean, okay. well, you think you, you think I'm s- actually sitting there? <laughs> I think no, it, that unchecked over there in Hawaii, you could hmm. say that you're running simulations and no one says shit to you. But that's that's how it goes everywhere. Is that one, most places I go, whether it be Hawaii, New York, California, whatever, most places I go completely unchecked because I come in with enough bravado and confidence and just a barrage of bullshit. That's why no you're running even, wild in Hawaii, the I, land I, of look, the passive hiders. I've been, here two, you. I've been here for two years. Yeah. I'm already fucking running the show out here. Uh, I might now, run for governor. For the record, uh, my bra, Sal Eliazo. yeah, uh, who you know began as cow listener and then became chef's roommate in Hawaii. He became and my conciliary and the leader of the Ever Beach Bad Boys. He helped set me up and establish uh, me as Hawaii's true king. He's moved out of Hawaii now. Yeah. Many of your crew have moved on. Conciliary of, have moved back to the mainland. You are holding steady in your own <laughs> place, signing leases left and right, doubling down. Yeah. You landed December eighteenth, twenty twenty. That's correct. And you, do you have any plans of coming back to the mainland for yes. residency? Purposes? Yes, one day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. Now, if you don't get the hero's welcome that you're clearly right. expecting in your mind, do you head right back? Let me tell you something. Every Jewish person you know, yes, is a direct descendant of a Jew that in the past 100 or 200 years. The only reason we're here is our ancestors were like ah. The vibe's off in here. I got to go, right? You, the part of being a Jew who survived is you, like, you fucking took off. You're like, this doesn't feel right. The, the vibe's off. Something's not right here. Oh, I, I think the, the, the vibe's off here. the modern-day version of you, what you're talking about. Like, the pogroms was not like, here you know, I think the vibe's off today. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, here, if you wanted to survive the pogroms of Russia, you have to get the fuck out of Russia. None of us, none of our DNA, no genetic material that was passed on, so no living Jew you've yeah. ever met is not descended from someone who said... We, we better get the fuck. Uh, guys, let's get the fuck right. out of here. And what I'm saying is, of course, if I come to the mainland, if I sense the vibe is off, if it doesn't feel like it's the right spot for me to be, I turn right back. I go right back to Hawaii. Well, Shebs, unfortunately, Tula yes. wants to talk about wrestling.
1: I don't even want to talk about wrestling. I actually want to talk about how insane it is to be in a house with Shebs, Dan, Arlen, and Christina. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and featuring featuring a couple cameos from the Queen of the Rang. She could stop yeah. by for
1: some T But rings. I live with you guys that whole entire weekend. And I it's like Seinfeld, right? It's like an episode. It's like Seinfeld living with these people. And yeah. it's literally Jerry, George, Kramer. And Elaine. You know what it is? <laughs> you know all you know- they're doing is yelling at each other <laughs> the entire time, okay? They just <laughs> yell at each other and yeah. complain about each other. And it's like, I'm just a fly on the wall. I'm the honorary <sighs> juice. I'm telling you, I'm the honorary juice. I just I just go along for the ride, and it's just absolute, pure insanity. It's and chaos. honestly, is Arlen coming for- uh, Arlen will be there.
0: Arlen will be there if he knows what's good for me. Here's what I'm going to say. You know, <laughs> you know Captain Crunch- when they made the series called "Oops, All Berries," yeah, and it was all just no crunch, just no crunch, crunch. Just crunch. the Crystal Pepsi of you're, no, no, no. It's just all berries. Oops, all berries is what it's called. Nerds, yeah. when you got when you're hanging out with the bros, the salami bros at WrestleMania, it's oops, all Cramers. Yeah, okay, it's it's four Cramers <laughs> rolling through that. Everyone's on some whack out, wacko bullshit. Everyone is on another no, fucking level, man. The I mean, anchor Christina see, that makes it
1: not I, help. when that's absolutely so a Cramer. From my view, it's. Dan is Jerry We're all nuts Manially Shem is Kramer George is Arlen And Christina is Elaine I just think it just Fucking matches up Too good I think that we could Parlay this into Talk about wrestling What do you think? Yeah, no, I wasn't
0: t- Not yet. It's, oh, it's you not why. time. What are we 25 minutes in? It's, it's not, not time. time yet. It's not time. It's not, it's not, time, not time. time. I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> this series of 13 Shib- brilliant tangents uh, was brought to you by the first conversation you wanted to have is Who Was I, 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 I Talking is presented To? Presented by Southern New Hampshire <laughs> University. <laughs> so, who was I talking to? I like the to? Seamus song in the background <laughs> of that. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> the Seamus song is so good. You know, Sheamus become, is become one of the canon. great wrestlers of our day.
1: You know Sheamus, that? You know Sheamus, that? Sheamus is he's fucking like... awesome.
0: Yeah. I think he's like Ziggler in that he has been there for so long as such a steadfast and unwavering part of the landscape and such an important part of the E, of the WWE universe, that sometimes we, we don't think of them as one of the all-time greats, but they kind of are, you know? That's he's done I it all. Sheamus. He's and done it all. Great, uh... Including he's won a Rumble. He's won Probably. a Rumble. He, yeah. I believe the only title he hasn't had was the IC title. I think they were saying that. He, he, he could yeah. pick that up easy. I think he they, they were saying this year. I think that's that, so they might do a, a Gunther-Sheamus mania match, which could open one of the nights. It'll be absolutely. And wasn't, wasn't, if I'm wrong, I could but always banger, rely on Sheamus. Banger. But wasn't he the guy? Wasn't he the guy who took the belt away from Roman yeah. in like 13 seconds? Or yeah, he, had the, he had like the 318 t-shirt or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, Seamus oh, wasn't that advised... Aaliyah? Didn't Aaliyah do that to yeah, <laughs> nah. yeah, Aaliyah did that also. Well, we love Seamus. The first time I saw him, I was so confused. Leah, very like, cool. have hung out with Aaliyah, very nice lady. Didn't she die? And like, oh, we got so yeah, much to talk cool. about. Right, who was su- I talking she to? She tried to die, but first she didn't succeed. Who, you know, uh, who was I talking to? Uh, uh, the correct answer I was talking to my brother. It was, a, it was the first time I spoke to him in over a month. I try to keep it spread out, you know, we didn't. We didn't we I can tell get... the call was a little awkward. I was, I was trying to just get it in, get it out, get on with my life. Um, he was telling me <laughs> as he always does, he was talking to me about some bullshit about anesthesia or something. You know, he likes to throw around medical terms and doctor terms because he's trying to stunt on me. But it's like, mm, think again, motherfucker. I know all those terms. So he was talking about obstetric anesthesia. He yeah. was talking about, and I was like, Oh, like that's when you that's when you novocaine a pussy. What's up straight? <laughs> you know, like when you're numbing out that that vag, bro. And then he's like, no, we had to do an epidural to you know, for the childbirth. And I'm like, oh, like okay, great. Is and he having another so, child? No, he's an, he's an anesthesiologist in South Carolina. Oh. He's, the, he's the Carolina vagina anesthesiologist. Bro, let me tell you, I would never let anyone put me under an, <laughs> in South Carolina. Absolutely. And <laughs> one of the last guys i trust to put anyone under is my brother. He will absolutely <laughs> take a human life at, right, right. At, at the drop of a hat. <laughs> We actually have a. We actually have audio from that or actually from earlier today. <laughs> 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 oh man, <laughs> that that is a good segue into wrestling. Okay, so let's talk about. You, I to, no, I don't <laughs> want to start at Carmella at all. Like, I'm not sure we're even going to get there. I don't know if we're going to get the Carmella tonight. But if you want it, you can have it. Wait, I just clicked on something. Oh, that's the Sting AEW song. Um, I would like to talk about yesterday. I'm watching this Cody Heyman segment. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> a fire segment, which we'll get it. We'll break down. You know? And you know when you're watching, you know when wrestling's firing on the all cylinders, it's very rare, okay? Yeah. Like, right? Like, the, okay. So when you get those, like, perfect work shoot moments, right? Like Cody and, and Heyman talking about ECW and, his, and the history and all, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like the magic of wrestling is totally exposed with the fact that, like, this is a real business. We watch it. Let's just say 50-50. I would say even, like, I don't know. We could talk about the breakdown of it. But... For the b- BTS, the behind the scenes, like the meta element of wrestling where it's like, these guys are working at this business and it's kind of stupid business, you know, because it's, it's fake fighting, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's fake fighting. But they've fighting. devoted their life to this right. thing that most of the world thinks is ridiculous yeah, and for idiots. And, that's and they you- have so much respect for it. Exactly. I can't help but have even more respect for them for having such respect for the business yeah i mean it's an industry of dance fighting and 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 and, and but they've actually treat it like they're in the military and it's one of the greatest it's one of the great it's one of the greatest parts of wrestling right? i would say and, it's beyond the, way, the military they treat it like they are saving lives and like they're coming up with a <laughs> cure for polio out there they're doing <laughs> truly the most important work this world has ever seen yeah it's it's just it's the it's 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 the best, you know. But anyway, there is a real element there because, like, you know, we know the whole Dusty story. You know, he was talking about oh, when Dusty hit kind of a lull time steady, and then uh, he he, you know, uh, uh, Heyman was there for him and gave him an ECW rub and whatever, all that. That's real. But then it folds perfectly into this storytelling. And when wrestling is great, is the one of the things about wrestling. And I saw something that made me realize it was there's that like documentary on youtube about the undertaker you've seen that one it's like someone made it just about why wrestling's so good and they use the undertaker as kind of the reason why and because you're seeing a guy who's like aging in real time before us like trying to keep like how long can he keep up this image of immortality while (laughs) being very clearly mortal he's clearly dying (laughs) yes yes yeah and like you're like that's 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 kind of, like, why we're watching it for that. It's like, can we at all buy into him with this streak while we see that he can barely get up the stairs, you know? I mean, it's the beauty of kayfabe. Suspending the disbelief and choosing to live in the kayfabe universe. So I would say this Heyman Cody promo hit on that for me, where it was like, this is a perfect blend of the fun of – The fantasy of pro wrestling mixed with the reality of the business and just the longevity of it and the uh, lineage and the and the legacy of it, you know. And I'm there watching it, feeling something. And boy oh boy, Christina walk in the room, you know, Mm -hmm. and just be like, "Oh man, this shit." You know what I mean? Like (laughs) that's the thing about wrestling. It's like it's like I'm not even I'm not even it's not even Uh. a knock on her. It's just like you can't explain why this segment is important there really
1: uh, anybody oh contrary, my okay friend. Can, you, can. you can you can oh because i because i was watching with natalie and i just should... one? <laughs> yeah which, which natalie you, you did, said you're a, watching you said with a, with oh, a natalie, natalie so
0: which, which natalie one? natalie and brulia natalie yeah. yes uh, uh like, natalie <laughs> <laughs> for the record Kulo's <laughs> girlfriend in a way to be higher up on the alphabet than his name <laughs> she decided that actually doesn't track because he has mm-hmm. an I, but uh, yeah. has thrown in a in front of her name Natalie. Uh, yeah, for an extra vowel. Alpha. He, um, she bought an extra vowel, made her higher class. But I would say is that, is that, uh, 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 whatever, you know, you know, it's someone walks in because most of the time when someone walks man, in wrestling is bad, you know? And yeah. so then you just kind of go like, Hey, whatever, this is stupid. This guy, you know, he's, uh, he,
1: he's stardust, you know, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I literally, I'm telling you, Dan, I cannot, I, this is what I have to tell you. I was like, okay, go. I paused it because I knew how big the segment was and she's into it. Like, her favorite right now is Roman Reigns. Hey, you Roman guys Reign. are in a honeymoon phase where yeah, she will great honeymoon tolerate phase. you. Yeah. Yeah. She
0: will tolerate you explaining. I'm taking advantage <laughs> of this. I remember my college, my college girlfriend Let me- on, on my anniversary. It was like Raw 1000 or something. And I was like, look, I know we have dinner. I, I can't do dinner. I got to watch Raw 1000. I got to watch it's the 1000th episode of Raw. And I she always- was like, all right. And she did it. She was like, sure, let's watch that. You get funny one year, Tula. You get one year, bro. You get one you year of honeymoon. Take it from two guys with shattered relationships. Because they it's, get it's one easy right year. now.
1: It's Because, it's, it, like you said, it's firing all cylinders. So she's watching. She's paying attention. I was like, all right, hold on. Before this segment comes on. <gasps> she's here right now. All right. Before this segment comes on. Fucking. I was like, let me explain to you why this is so important. I I literally. Explain the whole entire lineage of the Rhodes family going into this match and why support it no, and I support kn- like- I know you did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, the whole town knows you did, okay? <laughs> me and Shebs. We're the whole town. We, we you don't think town. me and Shebs have done that? We get into new no, relationships no. just to do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm about to show this girl the fucking Cena KO NXT title, <laughs> US title run. Right? No, no, Tila. I'm sorry, sorry to give no. you sorry with the shattered dreams, no. No. Intended, no. of uh of this. But it is it is so funny. He's oh, <laughs> like, "He's getting older. Yeah. And, uh, this ain't our first rodeo." <laughs>
1: I'm the same age as
0: you guys. You fucking idiots. Yeah, but we just have an older vibe, bro. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, mean, I look I think, like a I 50. know you
1: have to soak in a fucking bathtub yeah, every day during WrestleMania weekend. That's right? they are a...
0: essentially both divorced
1: guys. So yeah. <clears throat> that adds a
0: couple ring that adds a couple rings to the old tree stump, you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: And I get what you're saying, though. It's very funny. Like, when a person walks in the room, like, oh, my God. But, like, I was, like, in tears.
2: This <laughs> I was, is
0: like, old, Yo, this wrestling podcast is so good. I would listen That's... to this thing. Oh, my God. Oh, look, oh my God. <laughs> Dad, I, I, wait, let me tell you something. You want to hear the most Shebs sh- 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 thing ever? Yeah. I do listen to this thing, but only when I'm on it. When I'm on it, yeah, I'm yeah, on it yeah. I got to listen back. I'm, be, I'm in the gym. I'm, like, oh, I'm pumping. I'm, like, man, I fuck it. What a fuck. Look at me go. I love it. We'd have a great conversation, going, three of us. And I'll tell you what. When I first when we first picked up the pod again with the yeah. three of us a couple of 3 weeks ago and you said we're already the best wrestling podcast out there already in 5 <laughs> minutes and you're like no disrespect to any other wrestling podcast and I was like that's what you think i'm giving full disrespect to every wrestling podcast oh, God, those so shit's so are true. fucking boring compared to us we are <laughs> killing it right now can you imagine listen like i i you know even though i'm a mark and i've been doing this a while and you know whatever like, whatever. I could never listen to, like, I don't know what Sean Ross Sap does. Like, I don't know what he does. Like, can you imagine just like, yo, oh, my God, Cody Rhodes just took off his boot.
1: Well they, like, whatever the fuck these guys are well, doing. They, they treat know. it like an actual sport. You know, they're reporting Oh, yeah, the that's news. probably why I'm not, not into it. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you news. something.
0: I would listen to a football podcast it was the three of us talking about everything around football yeah, that I think wasn't really was... football. <laughs> yeah, they were great. That's true. I mean, we're having a conversation right we now should about do that. How, you show, how you showed your girlfriend wrestling. That almost has nothing to do with wrestling. That's like a tangential <laughs> podcast that has to do with things that are I mean, next to wrestling. Can we – I mean, Tulo, I won't spring this on you now, but can we talk to a Natalie at some point about – I want to hear how she felt about the about the Rhodes legacy conversation. Natalie, wait, but which one? Which Natalie? Oh my god, we're getting. Oh my god, this is an exclusive here. We're getting the. This is the world premiere of Natalie here. Which one? Hey, welcome. Hello. Hello. Hi. Excellent sweatshirt. Way to (laughs) rep. All right. Hey, what's up? Oh my god. Great sweatshirt. a Natalie. So, wait, yes. you're going to have to speak into the mic. Just so you And know. also, yeah, first of all, oh. I don't know if you're a big podcaster. You got to talk into the microphone. And then also, oh, okay. just for just for our listeners, uh, Dan, you want to play the sound of it? It's, Babeler. it's
2: Babeler. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Woo, woo. Wait, do I have that? What's the Babeler? Uh, oh, my God. You were playing the fucking eliminate, like, the rumble. Oh, yeah, player. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <laughs> this is is a the, terrible okay, choice, by the way. This is one of my worst sound effects. Yeah, so but else, know, just, let's move on. Anyway, let's right, hear Clearly, about we're just setting the stage him. for this audio podcast, which is that a Natalie way out of Tulo's league. Right, and right. We time. love already. We barely tolerate him. She's amazing. And let me tell you something, Natalie. An- because of you and your um, unorthodox name, in honor of you, I'm now going to be calling Nick Tulo a Nick Tulo a, a. We're Nick Tulo we're a. Nicholas it, <laughs> a Nicholas Tulo a Nicholas Tulo. He's now a Nicholas Tulo. Now. Okay, so here's let me let me talk to you for a second. So, okay. what, you're, how much wrestling have you watched in the past?
2: Um, a, a little bit, a little bit here and there. Okay, I, I, so I, almost done.
0: Yeah. Sounds like name, yeah. name me like a guy that um, you Booker saw. T. Is my
2: favorite. Love I, it. I'm a Booker T. Fan since day one. Right. Okay, that's Houston a Houston boy. Uh, I'm a Houston girl.
0: Did you? Oh, oh okay, cool. All right. All right. Sure. So anyway, Tula was telling <laughs> a Nicholas. A Nicholas was telling us that uh that he said like we were talking about how we describe wrestling to our uh, our significant others okay and he was telling us how he was describing yesterday the cody Rhodes legacy storyline and he yeah. was trying to explain i don't know how to tee this up chapter i don't want to i don't want i don't want to give too much but i'm saying did you find that each I guess I, I guess what was question, your takeaways from I that I think the question you're asking is <laughs> yeah chef as you could see how important this legacy this rich history was to your significant other a hey nicholas yes were you moved did you feel the intensity did you feel the weight of this story or were you just like oh that's cool okay i get it now or, oh no were definitely you moved?
2: no definitely because coming into this um pretty virgin i would say um you know i mean i i know enough pop culture to to have a conversation about wrestling um But coming into this being a Roman Reigns fan, I was like all for him. But now it's like I don't know. There's there's a lot of writing on this. Wow,
0: interesting. So you came in as a Roman Reigns fan. Now, Mm -hmm. did you see Roman Reigns Reigns when he followed Claire Danes? Did you become a Roman Reigns fan? How did you learn about the Tonight Show?
2: No, I became a fan because I looked at his face and his body and. See, Game over.
0: That's the right. one thing consistent from just people who are the casual fan, many times the ladies out there, my mom included. Roman pops on the screen and it's immediately like, all, all right, pop off the yeah. body. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But here's the thing: they were
2: even on to begin with.
0: Right. Uh, no one's wearing underwear. It's 2023, but <laughs> exactly. here's the thing. Especially <laughs> not Dan's mother. Here's the thing. Roman Reigns. <laughs> no, my mom's very loose. She's, I got I mean, she likes to air the out. Problem. It doesn't matter. It's, it's fine. fine. We all do it. Roman Reigns is is obviously gorgeous, but the thing is, me and Dan have Forever been showing wrestlers that we think are hot to our girlfriends or wives. Like, like, how do you you think this guy's hot, right? And they're like, no, I don't like that. Like, we show them Drew McIntyre, like, this is a perfect man. They're like, ugh, absolutely not. Or I show them Randy Orton. And we think yeah. we're convinced these girls are gonna be blown away. And they're always like, mm, okay. not for me. But Roman Reigns yeah. is like the one that no yeah. one like guys want to fuck and girls wanna mm-hmm. fuck. Him. We all wanna fuck this guy. Wait, yeah. Sheps, you yeah. said Randy Orton. And then A. Natalie gave out a very audible yuck. You gave a yuck? Yeah. Uh, uh, Really? So, what are your thoughts on that? Me and Dan cannot believe when we hear this from women. Yeah, Shebs, wait, let her speak. A. Natalie, tell me what are your thoughts about uh, Mr. Randy (laughs) Orton?
2: Just not attracted. Just not attracted.
0: Is it a face thing? Is it a bod thing? Is it a vibe? I I think that Randy Orton's the most attractive man (laughs) on the planet ever lived
2: ever I like if,
0: if I if like they were you like I would I would do a freaky Friday with Randy Orton I, you I know I would, get free, I would get freaky with Randy Orton on a Friday Saturday Sunday all weekend long I'm taking a long weekend Martin Luther King I'll get freaky with him for four days straight okay <laughs> that wasn't part of this but uh thank you <laughs> so and in, uh, in Italy I'm saying so uh, Randy Orton, he doesn't do anything so but Roman is the most attractive what other wrestlers do you find attractive
2: I don't know. I'm very, I'm very, um,
0: what about Cody? Are you yeah, Cody's to a Cody great Rose? question? Do, is Cody cute? We don't, I don't know.
2: Ugh.
0: That's a no, that's not a my type. Idea. No, that's your, no, your
1: type. Can no. I tell you something?
0: Can I tell you something? Yeah. When Roman Reigns first hit the scene, this motherfucker was wearing blue contact lenses, by the way, as, and, as if he needed that. Right. Go ahead. I want you to take a look at a blue-eyed Roman Reigns, and I want to know what you feel about that. So, we just have to say, we're officially in a hot guy detour here. I love uh, it. That's right. I was right. The hot guy nice. Okay.
1: So, okay. But here's can the thing. Can I have that as a
0: ringtone? Yeah. Well, you can have that. That's Wait, Zach And Zacharias all of you listeners at home can too. For $1.99 at Dan's Patreon, you will get the hot guy detour ringtone. Limited time. All right, Chevs, This is my question for Natalie. So, what, my thing is this. Is that do you th- – so when you, when, when Tulo explains to you the importance of Cody, okay, mm-hmm. and he's telling you, look, he's, he's a second generation wrestler. He comes from a wrestling family. He was over there in AEW. This is what he told you. He he left the company because they were disrespecting him, and they disrespected his father before that. The WWE title has eluded Cody his entire career. He thought he'd win it within two years when he was 19 years old. He didn't get it. His biggest fear in life was his father dying before he won the WWE title, and then his father did die before he got it. Then he left WWE, started his own company, AEW, was over there as an executive and was like, I'm not done in the ring yet. This is ridiculous. So he came back to WWE. As the prodigal son now, and then is now here to win the title at WrestleMania, which has eluded his whole family.
2: But you think that was all planned out from
0: the jump, like no, day not one? From the jump. No. that's the beauty no. of wrestling. It's okay. more of puzzle piecing what a, a, a story that comes into place. But what I'm saying to you is when he tells you that, do you zone out when he's no, whispering all no. that in your ear? Not at all, you zone out. you're into it. Wow, that's I'm beautiful. into it. All right. Well, we're gonna check in if you guys are still in one year from now. Right. We'll see how much gonna you gonna like wrestling in, then. We're gonna Anathalie. check in. We're gonna check. what well, we wanted to, well, the test we're doing right now. and Shev's works in okay. a lab. He does a lot of testing on this. It's a long story. I mean, I'm just gonna give you a quick, that- I'm give you a quick, short story version of it. Is that I have my own laboratory? It's underneath the Amazon jungle. It's uh, called the Jason Gabriel Memorial Institute for the advancement of wrestling science. It's Sciences. a memorial it, institute, but he's still alive. It makes no sense. It doesn't it? Doesn't matter how it happened. But I study things like this. It's important to the listeners. So we're gonna want to see in one year's time. Mm-hmm. Do you give a shit? Are you still ready to enter the Dusty Verse? Or are you like I'm good on the fucking Rhodes family at this point. Because okay. my
1: girlfriend now she used to I, I think I'd be able to tell her about Cody about a year ago. And now <laughs>
0: she could walk in the room and wrestling's on, and I think she could vomit if she wanted. To. I, <laughs> I, think, would, I was I think I, she could. I think I honestly <laughs> believe she could. You said I was able to tell her about Cody a year ago. That <laughs> sounded so sad. <laughs> you can't even mention Cody Rhodes. So, when Tula was like, oh, I described it all to A. Natalie, and she really loved it. She was like, he was like, I told, no, this is what he said. He said, I described the full Cody Rhodes legacy to A. Natalie, and then my response was, we know you did. Okay? <laughs> because me and Sheps, we've been down this road. We've been there. We, we want, we want, we, we want, want to everything. share. We yeah, want to I... share something so important to us with the person that we cherish the most.
2: I think that's part of the reason I also am into it, because it it is such an important part of his life. And it's I think it, you know, that's that's what you do. A hundred percent. Or into somebody. I
0: love that. I
2: love
0: that. And and that's That's how long it takes too to blow this. (laughs) Right. And that's what we're talking about. And then eventually you just stop giving as much of a fuck about the other person. Sometimes it ends in divorce. In Dan's case, sometimes <laughs> it, sometimes it, it yes. ends in you pay for a whole wedding and then you don't have it. In my case, there's lots of scenarios well. that could unfold here. Yeah, the scenarios are there.
1: Well, and Natalie, I mean, we, we, we you, I
0: mean, you're welcome to take Tulo's spot on the phone. Right, we don't fine. need him back. You guys decide, se. but Perfect. we got our question answered from you. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna keep tabs on uh, your tolerance of professional wrestling as we move of your on boyfriend from... and the professional wrestling. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll, keep, I'll yeah. keep you guys updated. Oh Alright, thank you so much, right, and well, great to meet you.
2: Just yeah, cool. likewise.
0: Wonderful great having you on. The... You. I guess the official she's the official guest of the podcast, right? There's a podcast on guests. Yes, a Natalie Tulo. Uh, we officially give you Tulo's last name for anonymity.
2: <laughs>
0: wow! Thanks, awesome. thanks for stopping by the pod. You're very welcome.
2: Thanks for having me. Mahalo. Yeah, feel free I'm to welcome. pop
0: on and take Tulo's spot any day. That would
2: be very <laughs> no problem. No problem. We'll take it. Just Nicholas Tulo. Team. All right, take him it up for Alley. Nicholas. A Nicholas Tulo. Back
0: in the fold here. So we're 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 going let's talk about this Cody segment, Chebs. I mean. Breakdown of this Cody segment, I think that... What, oh, what a spin move from a Natalie, by the way. You see that uh, spin move? We mm-hmm. love it, Natalie. you got in that chair with a We're fucking... We're going to be keeping on, on Tulo's whole uh, love life here. Now, uh, mm-hmm. what I'd say what worked out part of the text chain, and we'll get into it. I'm sure Sheb's has a lot to say, and Tulo has a lot mm-hmm. to say. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what we all agree about this segment was it was a perfect blend of wrestling and shoot. Whereas, mm-hmm. and Heyman, the thing about Heyman is... He is the master. Like, it is a sea of jabronis on this microphone to the point that it is embarrassing to show people sometimes these promos. Sure. And, and then you have a guy like Paul Heyman who is just, like, actual perfection out there. And the way he talked about that and how he – it was – somehow he kept it fresh, you know, where the thing about him actually giving in to Cody. Because he loves the thing where he puts over Roman and Brock's mm-hmm. opponents – Mm-hmm. And that's what he did here. But he did it in a personal way. They got personal. But then the knife twist at the end of knowing, like, hey, my bread is buttered by the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. You know, and by the way, I was thinking about that kayfabe when I was watching it where I'm like, so Heyman so all right, is Heyman's like salary tied into Reigns being the what is the actual breakdown there of being like the that but anyway the last line I would just what I would think is that as serving as the wise man he is an advocate for Roman Reigns and then you have to pay a retainer like you have to pay a retainer right yeah he's a free agent but at the same time he's so reverent of Roman Reigns because he also knows that this is the best thing going he needs to really make sure that he stays in his good graces so he keeps that gravy train flowing Absolutely, the last line of just saying your father said to me that Roman Reigns was the son he wish he never had. That's perfect because well, it brings us back to wrestling, even and though the- it clearly never happened. But I did. <laughs> it clearly never happened because no. it would be an insane thing for for for, for any funny. person to say about anyone. But the promo was so great. And this is the magic of <laughs> wrestling that I literally went away being like, "Is there a chance maybe like he did oh, say that's that?" What, <laughs> that's what you did. That's where you went, Chef, that's, that's crazy. crazy. So, first of all, I mean, do, are we talking about the promo at whole or just this one? I was talking about the whole segment. Right. I thought the Cody part of it, he clearly was a little sick, you know? I felt yeah. like Cody looked a little sick there. His voice his voice was a little fucked up. He loses his voice a little bit too much. Well, he's always fucking crying, so I mean, it takes <laughs> a lot out of you. But anyway, So just to talk about the end real quick. the yeah. ro- Look, what we're saying about Heyman, the thing about Heyman is, so wrestling always has these great promos, and when people get shoot, And putting that shoot element in there, we love that. It's great. Or even when it's not shoot, if it's just really great work, like some of the Bray Fiend stuff, like it was just so fucking awesome, right? When wrestling's great, but then they have to like shift gears and like talk about a title belt also, and you're like, (laughs) all right, well, this seems like lower stakes. the, The the most recent example I remember was CM Punk in AEW. When he was cutting that like shoot promo and then all of a sudden he was like, I'm nuts, man. I'll get nuts. You remember that time that like I poured Paul Bearer's ashes in the ocean or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when he did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, all right, bro. Now you lost well, so that's So that's the thing. Wrestling at its best <laughs> when it sucks you in and it's so amazing and it's either great shoot work or great promo work. Punk cuts great promos. MJF cuts great promos that have a shoot element. But then you have to then you have to then pivot back and sell those tickets and make it back about wrestling. And that's when it goes like, all right, man. Then it feels hokey. It feels silly, because now it is silly, right? Like you're not gonna talk about a guy killing your wife and throwing her <laughs> in a fucking wood chipper and then be like, and that's why on Sunday I'm finally gonna take that US, the thing you love the most. I love my Jessica more than anything. So I'm gonna hit you where it hurts by taking the United States title away from you. And Getting right? a three pin three count and then walking away. And that's it. I'll feel, I'll finally (laughs) fucking lay her to rest. I'll finally get my revenge, right? So, wrestling is silly when it has to pivot back from great work to that, that, that kayfabe universe, that, 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 you know, wrestling storyline universe. And the thing about Paul Heyman is that him, more than anyone else that probably ever lived in the business period, because you want to compare Heyman to Vince, who's the better, you know, showman, who's the better promoter, whatever. Heyman is the a number one best of all time goat at bridging that gap and transitioning the shoot or the great work into then making it back about wrestling. If anyone else had that promo with Cody, where these two grown men are shoot crying because yeah. they respect each other so much mm-hmm. shoot. Te- those are shoot tears. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into how I know, but at the Institute we were running the numbers. We actually got samples <laughs> from each man's <laughs> tier. I got samples from each tier. And I yeah. ran them in the fucking tear. How, <laughs> how far is the flight from Hawaii to the Amazon? <laughs> it is so, far, so long, so long. Yeah. It takes me like 20 hours with the, with the, the stopovers, but, but sometimes I stay at the lab for a whole week or two, Look, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those were shoot tears. And I know it. Okay. To go from shoot tears to then be like, to drop a line that couldn't possibly be real. To be like, oh, and your father told me he doesn't—he doesn't love you as much as this other wrestler that I happen to be. This the guy, he's of. not related to. Right. He trained when he was seventy. Yeah, this guy <laughs> that he probably hung out with for four months, and they, he just taught him how to promo a little bit better, but still not actually good at but the time. Great point that was well, a great point that I never thought of. And that's one thing about wrestling I love up when they dredge up of a stat where you're like, oh, Roman's trained by Cody but by by uh, uh Dusty, Dusty. But Dusty's not, not trained and uh, Cody's not trained by Dusty. So but that was also, my favorite part
1: of the whole thing. Probably not that's, what I, that's what I was gonna say.
0: Fantastic. And I
1: honestly think they should have just stopped it kind of there. I think there was Maybe. enough there for Cody to get pissed off. Like for sure. I, for sure. You know, like I agree,
0: I, it was a little too far, but it is,
1: it was well, fun. The thing is, it's too get somewhere. far. It's,
0: hey, it was too fake for it. It's too yeah, far it's to too, be believable. Yeah. But right. only Paul Heyman, Heyman, nice shot. Paul Heyman is the only guy who could bridge from that shootness to that work, clear work, clear falsification. And Dan, you're walking away from that being like, well, maybe but, Dusty
1: did say that. I don't fucking know. But I would, yeah. I would go as far as to say is that actually, when I was watching it, I I actually felt like, you know, like I've, I, obviously Dusty. It's a good it's, point, A hey, Nicholas. Thank you, A hey, Dan. <laughs> uh, 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 I actually felt like when Heyman said it, he said it as like a diss, you know, like he was mm-hmm. saying like you're ne- you're never gonna be roman reigns and if your dad like your dad would wish wish he had a a kid that was as great as roman reigns you're saying that even within the
0: context of the promo he was saying clearly your dad didn't say this but i'm
1: just being an asshole exactly and i think he was being an asshole to make it personal to be like you're you, didn't I love learn that's where you went and I go. I go, well, maybe he did say that, like maybe he was having an off
0: day. <laughs> no, I, I went, I went strictly to like,
1: it's all right, Venus. that's not true no, because you can Hay- see, you could see the way Heyman delivered it. Like when he said it, he went, like, ooh, like, like you know, he gave him the fucking, uh, the what was it? What was that? What's that gift that with the guy, I am not a rapper, you know, like, <laughs> oh, and he's oh. Fucking, they do the thing, like. He, like said it like it was a diss, but I don't think he expected like Cody to flip. You know, like that—that that was the whole delivery Ooh. of it. So that's how yeah. I got it. But uh, I mean, I thought it was great. I, I you know, I it was it was a great segment. It's the perfect. It's, it's, it's we talked about it last week, though. We're like, how is this gonna work, right? And it's perfect. It's I this is Cody what Cody and these segments keep Roman and Cody away from each other right now. Let and let someone else come. Let Solo come and do Roman's work. <laughs> There's no need for Roman and Cody to see each other until after Elimination Chamber, and that's writing Sami Zayn off, which I don't necessarily think is something that we should all be doing, you know, because you never fucking know. Nah, that it could easily turn into a triple threat. I, 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 actually think it
0: easily could. Um, if it easily could. enough, but it I, I, could. I, and I also think that, um, uh yeah, I, I also would. Well, this is a separate point. But I was I do I do I kinda I was hoping that Cody was gonna say he was gonna sit ringside at that match, you know? Mm. Which he still can. But it is really fun that they have this big ma- this big Sammy Roman match. I wouldn't even have minded if Cody was like, I'm just gonna look past that because clearly Sammy can't do it, but I applaud him for it and blah blah blah, but it's just not babyface to do. That would have you know? been great if he wanted to get heat with Sammy, Right. because you know we all know Sammy's not beating Roman. That's just. Not but I, I I was pointing out that, and that to uh, Shebs, you were off mic at this point, but I was saying how I was really applauding the the slickness of the writing for WB promos, like more now more than ever, and not that they're so amazing or anything, but just small things where you're like, where when I was saying this, where Cody said you're the one who made this personal, and then at WrestleMania, I'm going to take that title off of
1: Roman personally,
0: you know? Mm. There's more of this going on. Like, Rhea had um, a nice um, wrap-up to her promo. I Becky. Was like,
1: yeah, Rhea did. Becky, Becky's yeah, like, promo this week was sick. Like
0: They clearly now have some people writing actual lines back there, you know, yeah. for True these wrestlers. Here, here, um, I yeah. have a question. All right, I have a question. Yeah, here because comes Chev's
1: poo-pooing I, on everything. No,
0: I'm not poo-pooing nothing, except for the poo-poo platter, which I'll be eating later today. Um, the, the question I was asking, all right, was how much of that? Pro- again, I saw this promo. I got chills. I always, Cody probably gives me the most chills per promo out of any rest. His hit rate on chills for me is, okay. is maybe the all time yeah. greatest. Right. Would you
1: say they're multiplying?
0: I've got chills. They are multiplying. You have Everyone knows would it. you say you have adrenaline in your soul? Yeah. I don't know if I'd go that far, but. <laughs> right, would you maybe. say
1: something, something Cody Rhodes though? Did you notice oh, the pyro day. on whoa? Did you see how he's got the whoa. Man, if you if this is the if if you only just noticed the whoa pyro, I just noticed now. It. I sh- did I, I just I, notice I, it? Yeah, yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I probably said the whoa pyro to you is the sickest thing. That's like when he's, I that didn't notice till today. It might have changed the delivery of it, but he's been doing the he's been getting into place and saying yeah. the whoa, and pyro has been going off. But this, oh, I love it. I that. think this is a new one where it's like. Yeah, he's gross. I think it's a little new because I would have, but he's been gone for a while. So whatever. They definitely honed in on it and delivered. Okay, go ahead. I love, but
0: I love. I'll I'll still marking out for the. However, they do the explosion and then he appears. That Uh looks so fucking good on camera. It's so much better than the rising from the floor. Yeah, Cody might have the best entrance right now in wrestling.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he very well could, and that's that's what I'm saying is. I'm so happy that Cody Rhodes is in WWE. Like, I'm just so happy. Like he deserves this. He built this character. He's here. He gets yeah. the. I mean, Seth Russian. Rollins
0: completely handed him this role in WWE. He <laughs> decided to be a complete clown. Johnny Depp. <laughs> he decide- I mean, it's so true. It's like Seth Rollins gave away his legacy. He let Cody co- swoop in and do exactly what he should be doing in WWE, which is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like being the coolest guy. I don't uh, he's you're right he's a his Johnny, Johnny Depp he's like in Seth his Rollins is the Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp zone. Seth, Seth Rollins is the Johnny said- Depp of WWE he's got his academy award nominations he's got his major franchise he did everything he needed to do <laughs> and now he's like all right now I'm just gonna fucking squiggle around like I'm on opium <laughs> for a couple years I
1: said he's uh, Seth Rollins is in his fake Nick Tullo error. like this. He's, he's not even fucking. He's not even. He's not even trying to be Seth Rollins anymore. He's trying to be me. He's, so, he's <laughs> such an he's odd doing choice. Me better than, he's, like, he's doing a great job. He's, he's doing, doing a great, great
0: job. job. He's doing me better than I did him.
1: That's for sure. He's
0: essentially the number three guy in the whole company, but he's choosing to be number 10. Like, yeah. you know oh, what I mean? no, like, no,
1: no, no, no. I don't even think he's that's, 10. That's more. I mean, that's you more think like he's lower. You think he's. Absolutely. I think, you know, he's eating who's, L's. He's. Yeah. Who's who's doing it worse? Uh, Seth or Kenny? Like, who's taking the backseat worse? Kenny, I, so, I, Kenny I think did a whole they both, year and a half of I think of they both seat. make
0: equally... They both make equal but I, different mistakes.
1: I'm sorry, know? but I, I'm loving what Seth is doing. So, so you uh, remember I, when I, they had DC versus Marvel
0: comic book crossovers and they yeah. had different guys fight different guys? Yeah, and yeah. you'd think it would be like you know, Superman versus Spider-Man or something. It yeah, was like yeah, the two yeah, franchise yeah. guys. But instead, it ma- they did stuff that made more sense. Like it was Superman versus the Hulk or something like that. Right. And I believe it was Wolverine versus Batman. I is think Wolverine versus fun... Lobo, no? Because they both heal? Maybe. So who was it? Spider-Man? Look, the point is they matched the the rivalries up, not necessarily by their status in the company, but by who made the most sense. And I think Rollins Omega is the match. Mm-hmm. Right? Those are the guys that need to fight mm-hmm. if they do the DC Marvel yeah. crossover. Yeah, that's the once we enter the dusty verse, which is now just yeah. what I'm calling and to me, wrestling. It's,
1: and to me, it's it's Mox versus Roman instead. That's or, fucking or M- insane. I didn't that's even go the M- most, G- That's the most
0: insane thing I've ever heard.
1: Why is that? Roman because because it's Roman Reigns is the
0: Roman Reigns is the greatest wrestler possibly ever. Right, now.
1: I get it, but who else is Roman Reigns supposed to? Mox fight
0: is me? a is shit on the shoe of Roman Reigns. No, no, cool but Mox Roman is the matchup. It's it's Box Roman show. is the matchup, but I'll for say this, MJF the shield and stuff like that. Okay, but MJF, boy, I was thinking about this because I was looking at Roman, and then I was watching that MJF promo that I sent to you guys, mm. which we should talk about. Mm-hmm. And sure. I was like, boy, boy, it is for, for like, a Jewish kid. We're talking about, like, representation or whatever. Oh, my God. It is so satisfying to see that, like, the equivalent of Roman over at AEW is, like, this Jewish kid from Blame. You're just yelling. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Dude, but let me tell you something. Talking MJF about getting from- blowjobs while he's in his car and crashing it.
0: Doing the Lucille Bluth where you... Get into an accident, then switch seats with the driver. Yeah. Um, look, MJF. I don't want to. I'm not going to get into a tangent on MJF right now, but I am yeah. going to say that guy. You know, a year ago, a year and a half ago, we're saying, "Wow, this guy's great on the mic," but there's something a little bit. He's not there. You know, there's something he's yelling too much. It's yeah, a little bit yeah, too. Yeah. He he is there now. He's even yeah. fucking better because oh, yeah, we yeah, just oh, knew we yeah. needed a little bit more time. Oh, he's yeah. a little
1: green. He just needed to be champ, honestly. This guy is. The
0: best stick man in the business right now. And I cannot wait for the day to see him and Heyman in a ring talking together. Ugh. Two Jews. I mean, two yeah, the Heyman best ever. MJF doing... should be together. I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying together, opposite, whatever. Those two guys, two of the greatest talkers in the history of the business. And it is a crime that we don't get to see them doing something together. And they will. They 100% will. So where yeah. do we want to take this combo right now? Do I need you want to, go to go back to the so DC Marvel. No, no, you... we, we're, we're rewinding. <laughs> do we want to rewind. take a Batman detour? We're rewinding oh a Batman God. detour. <laughs> no, we were talking about the Cody promo. No, there's the Batman's my in the way. I have my question. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't even think Chev yeah. knows about the Batman's in the way sound <laughs> drop. I yeah. know. Well, I know about the movie. I've seen the movie. Uh
1: uh. Oh, no, keep going. No, All keep right, on.
0: so. I was saying Cody gives me the most uh, goosebumps per capita out of any wrestler probably ever, for better or for worse.
1: As, you know that Zach Zachary-tis.
0: I know. I know he makes all the music for the podcast. That's a great. That's yeah, great. we had like we had like ah! mo- we had like two months where I just only was talking about Batman. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Being like Batman's in the way of the that's podcast. That's incredible. That's wonderful. Uh, I love it. I, you know, I really only listen to this podcast when I'm on it. But that yeah. sounds really funny. Well, I you, like you're that. busy at the Memorial Institute. Well, you—I know, mean, I'm basically running, working three jobs. I mean, work my SiriusXM hosting job, my regular job. I work for the—I'm the founder of the Memorial Institute, and then I'm also a full-time pusshound baby. So I'm on those streets. Yeah, no, absolutely. that's three jobs, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know? Did me. you see that Edge clip I sent you? By the way, nah, I didn't watch it. What oh you, my was god, it, was it's, it just the sex edge. show? Edge? No, it, this is rated R. Edge, and by the way, because Tulo was talking a lot of shit about Edge. This yeah, was Edge. It was, it was it was M L K Day Raw. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I already <We're... laughs> don't like where this is going. And they're in Arizona. Yeah. And then he was like, I, I want to wrestle. it' seen in the ring. He's like, I want to wrestle, you know, you. But Arizona is one of the last states to recognize Martin Luther King Day as a holiday. So I would never wrestle in front of these bigots. Wow. That, that was incredible. A, that was a way to dodge. This is like the heel, the level of this edge heel, though, not the like, best. He went deeper than anybody at a time. Edge is uh. one of the best heels ever. Yeah, ever, yeah. Yeah, ever. Ever, ever, ever. But that's why this he, version of Edge is so lame. It's well, not what you is, want. No, but this is like a lot of guys come back in their yeah, Hall yeah, of yeah, Fame yeah. tour. Now right, right. he's Hall of Fame Edge. It's he's doing the tour. Yeah, he's doing the tour. He's doing the tour. When the Rock would come
1: back. I'm hearing this is it for him. Yeah. I'm just saying, when
0: he come back and play the guitar, you're like, all right, that's not the right. He's doing his Hall of Fame tour um and god bless him for having a couple of those great moments we're like hey you know i mean left i mean left we're like wow we thought maybe he could win the title again but it's done he's done he's in the hall of fame tour the thing that people who didn't watch edge at the time if you're going back and watching edge now it doesn't hit as hard like arlen doesn't get edge tool doesn't get edge edge is was the in amazing he was one of the best heels ever he first of all basically single-handedly invented Running away with the title, the money in the bank briefcase, like cashing it in when the guy's already dead. (laughs) Edge invented it, he invented that, which was incredible. Well, it's also because at the time he was considered so small to be champion, right? Right, he had to run with this opportunist thing. Now he's probably one of the biggest guys on the roster, (laughs) right? Well, now and then Edge also, like, because at the time you'd have the money in the bank briefcase and you'd be like, I'm gonna, I'm cashing it in for. extreme rules you know you'd like announce your edge was the first guy to come in and just fucking bang someone over the head with it after they just got a power bomb and he's like well now i'm champ i mean it was incredible and and then have a sex party and first they had a live sex show where just he also did the thing that turned me is he pinned someone one two three by humping them on the count like one and he humped two and he humped like he was pumping to the refs count for a dry hump one two three amazing and la familia is one of the fucking funniest, best heel stables ever. I'm not sure, you, you know La Familia? It was Vicky Guerrero had power. She was the, uh, the GM. So Edge fucked her. Edge was just in a relationship with Vicky Guerrero, who's gross and like 20 years older than him. And he was like, pre- you knew he was pretending, but he'd be like, I love you, bitch. He'd like make out with Vicky Guerrero. He'd be fucking her, you know, off camera. And then he had a whole, La Familia was Edge. Vicky Guerrero, Chavo, like any yeah. Guerrero, <laughs> and then also the Edge hedge, which is Zack Ryder and and um, Brian yeah. Myers, whatever is it, Kurt Hawkins. It was a, a, an amazing heel. Well, st- it's a, yeah. it's Edge, two guys who look exactly like Edge with beanies on, and then a bunch of Mexican legends. Well he's
1: on this day. Okay, get
0: this the fuck out of my face. Anyway, Edge. Is- Turn it on
2: you think you know me?
0: By the way, in my gym, sometimes they play the Edge song. It's like part of the playlist because one of the, I've talked about this, one yeah, of the rest so of us is a Mark. But he plays the version that doesn't start with the I have no use for this version. Well, he plays Don't the watch. album cut. He plays the, the album, album version album of Day. It takes on this a while day. to get to on this day. It's so bad. It's so much. What is the it, album? I, I... He's oh got. The, I bought the Metalingus album. All I'm, right, <laughs> I gotta. I gotta find it. Yeah, go. Please don't. All right. I, think I the wait, song's the called Metalingus. That's another funny thing that we always remember. <laughs> it's Alter Bridge, and the song's oh, called Metallica's. Oh, Metalingus. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> whatever. Who gives a shit? All right, look here. here. The point is, Edge is amazing. Here, here it is. Okay, no one likes this version. No, terrible. It's, yeah, like it's about, out
1: of my ears. I'm sick of listening to Edge that, stuff is, is right Alter now. Bridge, Why are we talking about Edge? The
0: Bridge Creed. Without on this day, it's not even the beginning of the real song. Did you know that? It's That's cutting right to the. They brought in the drum guy. They brought in Travis Barker. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Anyway, go. they're like instead of a verse. Just, all right. Look. The point is, I'm oh, I haven't seen a good beam you... of Edge with a, uh, like an explosion and then Edge coming out it. <laughs> I haven't seen one of those. Look at one of those in a while. Love it. Edge is incredible. I'm not going to tolerate any, anything less than talking about him as a fucking living legend. He's absolutely incredible. And Dan was saying... The heel work he was doing on another level of going to Arizona, refusing to wrestle Cena because they were late adopters of Martin Luther King Day as a holiday is amazing because it's heel. He's chicken shit dodging Cena, but yeah. it's also like a great point where it's like, yeah, fuck you guys. And he's shitting on the crowd. So giving them, he's going to keep from them, but he's actually making a good point. Like it's, it, no one was on this guy's level. He was no, very. That's so it's because it, it's like, he's, it's playing like liberal, but you know, he's disingenuous. It's right. the he's worst play... thing you could do. He's like, it's like, it's like, m- it's, like it's like virtual signaling like being in an interracial relationship with Vicky Guerrero, but clearly you brush your teeth as soon as you leave her house because you hate kissing her. All right, look, Edge rules. A little far. Cody um, Cody Rhodes Goosebumps. I haven't gotten to my question. My question is, that promo, that was a a lot of real shit in that promo between Cody and and Heyman. And I think, and I know those are shoot tears because I analyzed, I literally analyzed the actual tears in my machine that I built single-handedly. I have the patents, 41 patents for this machine. Yeah. How much of that do you think was pre-known, scripted out, and how much of that stuff was Cody going off the cuff and Heyman reacting to it in real time as real – like he didn't know he was going to say that. When Homan said, oof, you got me a little bit. Holman? Fully, fully, fully scripted. You think full script and Heyman knew? Full scripted, scripted. they knew how to play it. They knew how to play it full scripted. I don't think
1: full scripted. Tula, what do you think? Film. I was gonna. I was gonna say, it felt half and half. Like the opening part of it, kind of felt. I, I would almost say like they had like. Uh, I, I I fucking don't know. <laughs> here's here's what I think. Here because
0: those were shoot tears. I don't know how, if they were able to work. shoot Cody's Tears were real. I thought Heyman's were worked. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I think. I mean, you have the machines. So no, well, all I know is the uh, tears were shoot. I think shoot. the machine's just a COVID test that you've been using, but it's fine. Absolutely not. You don't disrespect the Institute like that, or I will have sue you for slander. But the, the, two, the tears are shoot. The question is, were they just feeling emotional even though they already knew about it? Because yeah. emotions can be real, even if they knew what they were going to say. The, the emotions are. Yeah, I'm saying. Totally. I'm saying they weren't faking emotions. Amen right? was.
1: Amen was emotional from the second he stepped into the ring. Right.
0: I'm saying there's no way they were faking the emotion where they didn't feel it and just. The question is, did they know what was going to be said? And what I think it was a curb your enthusiasm model. I think the skeleton was there. Cody was like, look, and I'm going to say some stuff about you know thanking you for the stuff you did for my dad over the years and bring up a couple of memories. I might talk about these. You know, I think he knew generally you know what? what was going to be said. Chefs. Yeah. I'm going to go try to find out. How about that? All right. Who, who are you going to ask? Do I, you can't have
1: a, I, I, I can't say. I I'm can't a, say. I can't a, say. Hey, that. I'm, I'm
0: going to find out. Because what I'm curious, I was talking about this last week, is I'm curious if they're getting bullet points now because everyone's promoing way better, and it makes me think they are just get, go, went back to bullet points. Of you know course. But the thing is, just because other people got bullet points doesn't mean Cody and Heyman got the same treatment. Cody and Heyman are two guys that I think have carte blanche, free reign to whatever fuck they want. I think that and, is true, but I think the whole thing was uh, scripted. Full script. Cody knows this is his moment. I think he's going full overthink and blah blah blah. And actually that's going to fuck him over a little bit too. Well, I think there was definitely, like that ending was obviously a scripted piece of business there. Yeah. But I think that in that middle, in that sweet spot, and by the way, I told Arlen, who definitely isn't watching wrestling full-time right now. He's not on the road yet. <laughs> he used to watch as his full-time job. Well, Arlen used to be very lonely and had no friends or life uh, when he was in California. And so all he had was wrestling. He actually got us like back watching it as much as we are because he was the only one doing it for a little bit. But Arlen, like me, is a fucking, is a junkie for respect. Uh, the, reason, the thing I love the most about wrestling is respect. And I told Arlen, like, yo, man, if you're looking for a quick hit of respect, pop on the Heyman Cody promo from Raw. They dropped them respect and nuke. On everybody, that was the <laughs> most respectful, double respect flying around. Tears, I loved it. Nuke, it was a nuke of respect. You talking it. about a pipe bomb? Low? This is a fucking respect nuke. Four time, uh, too low. What do you? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I want you to bring up our next topic. What do you? What are you feeling? What do you want to talk about?
1: <clears throat> um, I'm just really excited that the Gun Club beat. Uh, Scissor me, daddy. <laughs> no, I that's not what I <laughs> talk about. I don't care about that um oh, i care about that
2: you know uh, I, honestly
1: i i got i got super into um i really like the 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 way uh they did that match with oscar and Ch- first of all chelsea green i think it's really funny and i'm really hoping that cardona returns at wrestlemania i think that would be i insane. think he's gonna i think he's gonna
0: and i'm excited for Cardona. it's like right a mystery
1: guest in the ic he's, title he's match Great, he's you know? great at this imagine percent. him back at Mania, the crowd would go fucking nuts for him. Crowd
0: go nuts, but it's uh, it's an L.A. crowd. It's a smart. Do you crowd. think they'll go
1: nuts for him? I think they won't go nuts for him. Probably but I, I think they, New York. I think New York. No, would they nuts. would go nuts for him because everybody's in town and everybody's at Mania. Everybody like that's it. people who watch wrestling know who fucking Cardona With is. That's Mania- not just a WWE crowd there. They'd but go Mania,
0: nuts. but Mania is notoriously a in the bag. right
1: spot. I'm saying I see title like ladder match mystery fucking guy. Or sure.
0: is there a spot for a mystery? Well, we don't know what the booking yet, but I think Cardona WrestleMania maybe is a little bit too big for him to come back for. He he would have been a great surprise Rumble entrance.
2: I yeah, think him I coming mean,
0: that- back at Mania is actually not good for him. I think he'd be good too big. To come him. back on the Raw after Mania.
1: I think. Yes. anyway, it's Cool. Yes. yes, because those great that's call. a good
0: time. I come. like that. All right, then
1: uh, make hold it so. Okay. one more thing and then I uh, speaking on that point I really liked how they uh like had the uh the women that are going to be in the in the eliminated elimination chamber match out and then Bianca came out and I man you look at Bianca Belair and she's just talk about a superstar and a talent I mean they have a gigantic mega star in Bianca Belair I think it's just 100% and might.
0: she beats Asuka at Mania and then you have a uh, and I think that, yeah, that elimination, the
1: for Bianca, I think it'd be great.
0: That elimination chamber women's athlete. match is going
1: to be really sick. They're really building up the, the women's division nicely. And, and I also, the other thing real quick, I watched NXT Vengeance Day. It was awesome. It was live in Charlotte. It wasn't in, the, and it was in a cr- really, really good pay-per-view. So it's really dope to also see that NXT is back in its touring. They're going to have a stand and deliver WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. And the talent down there is going to be awesome. So it's exciting to see what's going to happen now with this new era with all this stuff happening because there's some really talented fucking wrestlers in NXT again, for sure. Um, Who's the guy who I watched this clip where he like ran, he runs down the aisle, like
0: down the ramp, and he can jump right into the ring. And like, these are ultimate warrior. I sent you the clip. Is this guy in NXT? I don't know his name. Oh,
1: that's, but that's, what's his name? Oh, that's, leaping
0: Lanny Papo. All right.
1: That's the guy that used to be with Carmella. Oh,
0: ri- that's, no, uh, no, 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 no. Not, not, not the Somali guy. The Somali guy.
1: Yeah, he's, he's now in NXT with Didi he? I'm talking about on? a white guy, not him. Oh, no, oh. He's, he's a white guy. Oh, uh, right. Axiom? Axiom? I don't know. Axion. He has done nothing to get
0: my uh, attention except for this one clip. I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, he jumps right I won't in. I want to talk like about one quick rope. thing. So, Brock. Chefs, we got to talk about this Brock thing for a second. Absolutely, so, absolutely. So Brock gets—he's coming. They're setting up this Brock Lashley match. I'm hoping there—this match has a stipulation or something. You know, the stipulation is loser has to wear a gimp mask for the rest of their career. <laughs> And I Bobby don't... Lashley. So, awesome. look, this segment wasn't like particularly awesome. Uh It was nah. definitely well, like these oh, guys aren't. It felt fucking like the old stick WB down. sloppy. It felt like kind of like we are like, that's it's fine. Just, no. None of these guys can talk. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that's why this segment wasn't You're that. They're making good. a spectacle out of it, though. Excuse like, me, Tulo. He's saying the segment wasn't great, and I'm explaining why oh. these motherfuckers have mush mouth. They're fucking yeah, not. But I think promo he's guys. expecting something special yeah, what? to happen there. There's no, nothing special no, no. going to
1: happen, Mike. Wise there. There's no, like this is about. Well, them. I thought
0: Bobby. I thought Lashley just. I thought that uh, what's his name? Uh, Brock had like a nice attempt at a thing, and he had that. Come hoop. a long way, man. I, I thought that joke funny. was pretty funny. About like four or five hours later, nothing was oh, believable man. about him being like. About him being like, all I can think about is Bobby Lashley. He's like, no one believes him. No, he doesn't, It's one of the least believable thing. Like, if you want to compare that to the Cody segment, just like here's something that's completely not working, right? But
1: the few laying works. in bed with my wife,
0: and all I can think about. No, he said he's like. Then I get into bed with my wife, and I and all. I think- well. Four or five hours later, all I could think about, I was like, all right, Brock, thanks. Brock's a
1: classic, hours. dude, it's
0: a classic big campus college guy. I, mean, you know, I fuck, I fuck hoes, I fuck girls all goddamn day. You know, but then I, my brain goes to, imagine getting fucking railed by Brock Lesnar oh my four God. or five hours. You're a mincemeat, you're hamburger, it's you're fucking, your fucking ground beef. And I'm like, Sable yeah. must have a fucking iron vagina to withstand a five hours of Lesnar. Well, why do not you ask your brother? I I should is your brother oh, Mark Marrow? Why, why? What is your brother? <laughs> no, have to he's do with he's, in, that?
1: Uh, he's injecting uh, vaginas with. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, I, Jim, Jim, did, Jim. I had no idea why he said that. He's I was like, him, do you know doing why doing why your, your brother just going to call back to start of the show, man. I mean, is that like I a think, classic think... like improv thing? <laughs> I've been watching the last improv show. Is that what you're supposed to do? <laughs> Yo, but uh,
0: that's our show. Actually, like,
1: like. And after that I'm going to straight to hell to join the show.
0: Lashley, well, what the hell happened there? Like he's the guy he's going to the promo huh. and he's like, yo, I'm gonna check in with my lawyer and then all of a sudden he just like pretends to leave the ring and then turns around and gets in Lashley's face and he's like and Brock's face, and he's like, "Yo, you you thought that I, I, you you're tripped up?" And I was like, "What are you talking about? Did you see? Do you know what I'm talking about?" I I can't even. I, I tune him view. out immediately. Yo, Lashley is so awful. He's an When awful they have to dork. give him
1: a promo, he's he cannot do it. He's like, going. He's going he back to her it. business. He's going back a- to her business. Awkward yes. dork. MVP. Awkward,
0: awkward dork. He, and I truly, you know, sometimes wrestling insults your intelligence. Yeah. It's truly insulting to my intelligence when they say he's. You know Brock Lesnar, one of the most decorated combat sports athletes of all time, and 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 uh, Bobby Lashley, one of the most decorated combat sports. I'm like, he's no. Brock Lesnar was the UFC heavyweight champion. Yeah. Defended his title almost as much as any other champion ever, and Bobby Lashley was in the B leagues where he barely beat up fucking tin can morons. Yeah. He looked like shit doing it. Lashley is not a oh, fighter. Lesnar... I mean, Brock's run was ridiculous also. Brock beat up Randy Couture at 50, and he's 50, <laughs> like he's 80 pounds heavier. He happier. won on Couture, you but know? then he beat Frank Mir. He defended against Shane Carwin. And he lost against Frank beat... Mir, then he won the rematch well, but because Frank because Meir. he's But that wasn't the title. He was learning yeah. MMA. On the job, he was yeah, learning it yeah. in the fucking octagon. I know, I know. No one else would survive. CM Punk tried to fucking survive that, and he got beat up by No Name. No, no, it's amazing. The Brock, point is, who, who, who did Brock beat though? Shane he beat Couture for the title. He beat Shane Carwin. He kind of like got lucky. No, you know, well, lucky he, they could They, I think that there's a case to say they could have stopped that fight because he was getting beat up by Shane Carwin. He's a little bit rocky, but they didn't stop it, right? And then the second round, he wound up beating Shane Carwin. Um so right, Shane Carman kind of gassed out he, looking well, for that to yeah. stop the match and then they, they shot Shane Carmen was also huge. Shane Carman is an enormous de- Shane yeah, Carman, yeah, used you to to understand. Shane Carmen worked at like the water. Uh, he was like worked at the water utility factory. I no, think. Shane Carlin was actually an engineer, but he was a smart yeah. guy. But Shane Carlin was literally he would touch guys and they would go lights out good night. Right. Like he was a fucking Knockout. He's a powerhouse. But, but who else? He could did he beat? I'm just trying to remember. In his he life, I that mean, after, after every beat Shane Carwin, he never won again in the UFC. So he I, only beat Randy Couture. Frank. He beat Randy Couture. For, well, he beat Frank he Mir. His first UFC fight, he beat. He beat his first UFC. He lost to, to mirror Correct. Right. But that was like he kicked the shit out of Frank Mir, and the referee stopped letting him hit Mir because he said he hit him in the back of the head, which yeah. no one ever stops. A fight like that just never happens, but the yeah, refs it, broke it, it up. Was, it was a it was a good match for, for. Then Frank Mir caught him in a fucking heel, heel hook or knee bar or something because right. Lesnar literally has no idea how to do MMA. Yeah. So he lost to Mir. Then he fought this guy Heath Herring who used to be a badass. He beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Then he then he got a title shot of me. Then he was given a title shot <laughs> yeah. because Randy Couture <laughs> just cut, came back and beat I don't know Tim Sylvia. Man. He beat someone who was whatever. Right. I don't know who he beat, but then then Mir got a shot against. Couture beat Couture, so he legitimately right. won the title from Legend. Then he fought M- Amir again, the guy who beat him. Kicked the shit out of Frank Mier, yeah. um, Like, destroyed him. And then he fought Shane Carwin, who was a beast and just ran through the division. Beat him too. And then he lost the title to Cain Velasquez after that, I believe. Um, yeah, he lost to Cain yeah. and then he lost every match after that, right? Then well, he then lost he, look, the point is, though, he still he had two title defenses, a heavyweight. That, was th- that tied for the most ever in that division event. Look,
1: did best wrestling run after that
0: yeah Lesnar's amazing lashley is kind of garbage the only reason people are like oh we yeah. want to see this match because they're, they're both really big yeah, like yeah they're physically I, I, jacked i pop for uh, lashley's like flip spear thing no i always no, no, like no. Lashley has yeah. some in-ring lashley is, lashley, they've done amazing work with lashley over the past five years considering i'm just like, saying if it, that guy was worth half his weight in dog shit He'd be one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Think about the stuff. Yeah. Imagine looking like that guy, having those physical gifts. How bad do you have to be at the rest of the business to not be a legend right now? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he got to shave Vince McMahon's head by being Donald <laughs> Trump's, by being the pro- former president's designated guy. He's a Donald Trump guy. If you said to Donald Trump... Oh, it- if you, tried, if you said to him, hey, who was the wrestler who you – do you think he would know? He would say JFK Jr. is going to be my VP. Just you wait and see. He would have no idea who Bobby Lashley is. All right. Anyway. All right. Well, let's get out of here. I mean the- – Wait. We didn't even talk about the thing that you wanted to talk about Lesnar. Oh, well, yeah. What was it? Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony, stick a feather in his hat, call it macaroni. The thing about Lesnar is he is not – from texas he is not from the south it's so goofy he is from south dakota with roots in minnesota he is like a north midwest guy he sounds like a north midwest guy he sounds like bobby's mom from bobby's world don't you know bobby that's what he sounds like he's that but, yeah, he's he's country Brock now, which we love. <laughs> he's we watching love Yellowstone, and he's just, like, doing the country strong And, and he's not good enough to Is do... Is James from the country, too, or she also just pretends to be country? She became a country singer. Yeah. Anyway, but Brock Lesnar slips into this, like, good old boy, like, Dukes of Hazard accent, but he can't do it, so he does it for, like... 15% of the words, and then for another 10%, he fucking up trying, and then he just stops trying and just talks like himself. And then he slips back in. Like he's it seems like he's for his first time in his life trying to do a gimmick character. Like he's trying to do Kofi being Jamaican. Like he's he's like, I'm a gimmick. Now I'm from Texas, everybody. But like, no, you're not. And then Tulo, you were like, Well, he's he's like a he's like a hick. Like he's he's a hunter now. I'm like, yeah, in Canada. No one talks like that in fucking Canada. He lives in Saskatchewan. There's nobody in Saskatchewan to be like. Come here, boy. Let me tell you something. Like that's not an accent you'll find in Saskatchewan. Hello, suscitude.
1: ladies. Do you want to come to Saskatchewan? I I, I was. Uh, I don't is that know, Jamaican? Italian? No, it's from uh, Grown Ups. Oh, 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 no, no but... only Grown Ups too. Uh...
0: Anyway, the point is, I don't know why Lesnar is doing a twenty-five percent Southern character and wearing a feather in his hat. This is a cowboy. Hot- yes. But why is he changing his accent well, I, unsuccessfully? I, I, don't, I don't mind it. I just didn't even know what that segment was so bad. Like, uh, he, he kept going like the Bobby Who thing, and that didn't work at all. I liked that. I but liked that. He, I, I, I think I see why on paper that was a good idea, but he wasn't really selling it enough. Like, it wasn't really working. Right. By the way, sidebar. Sidebar. clips of Kurt Angle. Boy, oh boy. Oh it was, my was god!
1: Fucking great. We at, were
0: flashing his, around a TNA. The yeah, TNA Kurt Angle was different. And it was like they called him Perk Angle. Because he was just doing fucking full flips off like the fucking uh the stage, <laughs> yeah. blasting right into the abyss. There was a clip where he literally flies like 20 feet in the air, does Good. a somersault, and like smacks abyss in the head like with his ass yeah. on the way down. Wow. He All was right. just out of control. And he was like 50 at the time. By the way, where the fuck is Abyss? I'd love to see Abyss. He works, he works at NST, right? I'm serious. And he's a behind-the-scenes guy at WB. I, let's put him in front of the scenes. Put him no, in Bray's Abyss, stable. A, Abyss was hired like for, by NXT to work at the PC. Uh, that's works great. PC. But I, just, I feel like uh, imagine Abyss doing like a Legends tour in fucking AEW or popping on screen with Bray. Like that's kind of, Abyss is a guy. People talk about your Samoa Joes. You talk about your AJ Styles. You talk about guys who never got the shine they deserved because they came up in TNA or they didn't really have a WWE run. You know, obviously those other two guys did yeah. at some point. Abyss is the guy. He's right in that conversation. Abyss was a big deal. And he just never had a WWE run, so no one really talks about him.
1: No, he, Abyss
0: is – he works at WWE, though. I mean, he did for – I don't know if he's still there, but he was. they hired him to be one of the trainers. You know what Abyssal is? Abyssal of chicken liver? Uh, A bushel and a pack? Abyssal is like a little tiny unit in Yiddish. Oh, give me a bissel of uh, Lightfish salad, please. Like A B Y S S A. No, no, it's it's a like, like saying. Abysal Like If the you have if you have many, card. if you have many Natalie's and you point to one of <laughs> them, that's a Natalie. Yeah. Right. A bissel is like a unit of measurement. Like you'd have a pound. You say, "Give me a pound. Give me a quarter pound. Give me a bissel. I want a bissel. Bissel. The word is bissel. Bissel. All right. Bissell. I got to get out of here. This is bissel. You guys keep going if you want. No, I'm Bissell. getting out of here.
2: I, I just hope Montez Ford wins the U.S. title. Is,
0: I haven't even been here. This is even uh, been Montez Ford—he's about... not going to win the U.S. title before Mania. I mean, the theory's <laughs> walking it. You're saying Theory Cena at Mania, right? Yeah. There's some talk about dope. Theory.
1: It would be dope if, uh, like, Montez Ford gets that push in the chamber. Theory, the, the Cena, Fresh Prince go of Bel Air? Great. That's a great Mania match. Theory, Montez
0: Ford, Cena. the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Versus Theory versus Cena, triple threat. I mean, Montez. He's, Montez is great. He's. He's getting so jacked up. I love yeah, it. Yeah, he's too. definitely on a cycle. <laughs> he put and on, like, right what, move. 30, 40 pounds of muscle? That's the strength? right yeah. move. Here. That's the right yeah. move. Yeah, he's, and like, guys- apparently
1: he's, like, increases. He's Like, it's insane. I have like, yeah. heard an interview. Yo, by the way, if said.
0: you ever want to enjoy a muscle couple, check out uh, Jordan Grace and Jonathan Gresham. <laughs> you know what I mean? You see, want see to enjoy. There, if you want to enjoy a muscle couple. If you, enjoy you, you want to enjoy a
1: Guys talking about uh, getting jacked, uh, you can listen to uh, Gabrus and Dan talk about that.
0: Oh yeah, by the way, listen to me right now. I'm on High and Mighty podcast uh talking with John Gabriels about getting jacked and and then uh also you see me on Nicole Butter's podcast on the – what's it called? Why won't you date me? Why won't you date me? Yeah. Is uh, is Gabers jacked? No. No. He's a rugby guy, but he's not he jacked. He used to be jacked and he's very strong, but he that's what well, we're he talking was about. A rugby he's trying guy. to get back into it. He was talking about it cuz you know Gabers is trying to uh, He's trying, to, he's trying to get it done. So we're just going to talk about how
1: to do it. You know what I'm
0: saying? Get it done. I, all right. Well, David should be it. at
1: my gym. I just can't, you know, you, you got to make him it. Get in
0: there. Up. Make him do it.
1: Patreon.com slash Come the podcast. We'll give you a bonus episode at some point. Tulo, we'll, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll give man.
0: you a boner. All right. Hey, everybody. Yeah. I got to go. Uh, I love you all. Great. I mean, still, I mean, we came back and we, you know, we're not going to get the credit, but this is the best wrestling podcast. Number one podcast. <laughs> number one wrestling podcast. And, uh, all everybody, uh, uh, follow me on Instagram at Dan Black Attack. You guys want to post
1: show? Last Improv today? Show. Last Improv
0: Show. Follow at Comedy Poll show. 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 We got a Comedy Poll Show if you live in LA. 211 Saturday, this Saturday, the uh,
1: Valentine's Day show. It's going to be fun to Saturday, season.
0: Saturday, Saturday. I think it's going to be
1: going fast mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, uh-huh. And then Last Improv Show you, is sold out already on Monday, 213. You can stream it though. And you can also stream the show on 213 and 224. Um uh check out dynastytypewriter.com. They stream our show so you can watch them. It's great. Uh it's we saw Nangiani as the monologist on Monday. Wow. Uh, should be nice. dope. Talk and... about a guy who got jacked. Love that. I know. I mm. can't wait to compare. For... Yeah, you can't wait to go fucking uh bicep for bicep with that fucking brown beast. I love it. <laughs> um you guys can follow me on Instagram. I will give you the caveat. I recently went private. So you can Ooh. follow me at Shabiro S H E B I R O, my last name at Shabiro. We accept went, anybody. No, no, I went private. I've got maybe four or five in the clip right now who I'm not accepting. If you are a fan of the show yeah. and you want to follow me to see my nonstop barrage of sunset ca- content, um, and, uh, <laughs> and sound science, bath, and and sound bath oh, content no. and vibe oh. out. If, if you want to, if you want, if you want to take some vibe requests, follow me at Shabiro, but shoot me a message saying you're a To me, as a wrestling listener, because I'm not accept I don't accept people anymore. Why limited time only? What was the logic there? The logic there is that I am a a a, a, a gem. I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a a luxury item. I'm 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 big (laughs) ticket. Not everyone just gets to follow me. All right, I'm a I'm a fancy dessert. I'm like a a million dollar. You know when you go to a steakhouse and oh, this steak costs two thousand dollars. The and way like, beef. we're all oh, just shitty. Is.
1: Yeah, we're all just shitty appetizers. Living living in fucking. Right, I really gotta go. Bye. Uh, See you chefs.
0: Uh, great. Good for you. Bye. Everybody, keep watching. Rest of kisses. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Up. bye. 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 bye.